every one of you who confesses Jesus as Lord of the universe signs up for a significance beyond anything you ever dreamed. And I mean business men and women here, homemakers, students, to belong to Jesus is to embrace the nations. Your heart was made for this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Made for Missions podcast, where our heart is to mobilize Christians towards the Great Commission. Welcome, everybody, to episode number three. I, Mike, I can't believe we're on episode number three already of the Made for Missions podcast. Uh, that, yeah. is, that is Mike Falkenstein. I keep spelling that. The last five letters of your name are S-T-I-N-E. He is the CEO and founder of the China Resource Center. You can reach Mike at MikeFalkenstein.com on Twitter, at MissionsMike. I'm your host, Mike Nelson. And you can reach me at, at Michael F. Nelson 2 and the 2 is the number. And we're excited to be here. And uh, one thing, a couple things before we get going. I think that the topic for today is going to be really what, what is the role of the Great Commission in the church versus the lady or the individual people That's in the right. church? That's right, yeah. What's the responsibility are? We're going to work through that kind of dialogue. And it just occurred to me, so I'm going to, I'm going to pick up that in just a minute. But I also wanted to share something with our listeners out there. I'll share it with you, too. Um, Great. But most people don't know that Mike and I have been friends for a long time, and we have this habit of sharing podcasts. We, we like to listen to podcasts. and uh, Definitely. We share them back and forth. For everybody who's interested out there, one podcast that I particularly love is a podcast called Five Minutes in Church History, and it's done by Dr. Stephen Nichols. And I used to know the biography of Stephen, I don't, but if you love five-minute podcasts and you're a fan of church history, mm. listen to it. Yeah, it's a good one. I've, I've heard it some, so I've heard several episodes. Yeah, and the reality is, as we progress through the Great Commission... We're going to get pretty ensconced in church history, is my feeling. Because that's, that's right. Where it comes from. That's right. So the acronym yesterday: PDBTW, Proclaim, Disciple, Baptize, Teach, and Witness. That's right. And uh, it was occurring to me. I was kind of praying through that uh, really last night and this morning. And it occurred to me that you know that that's a pretty big laundry list of important spiritual disciplines and things that we have to do. That's right. And if Let's say, I'll, Mike, I'm going to give you a hypothetical and you can speak to it. If that's okay, right. great. So let, let's say, to. for example, I'm a believer and I came to the Lord yesterday. Okay. And I am in on fire with the Holy Spirit. And just through search, I find this podcast and I listen to it and I get a laundry list now of things that I'm commanded to do by Jesus. And the reality is I'm on fire just yesterday. I don't really know how to proclaim, disciple, baptize, teach, or witness. Right. Does that make me any less of a Christian or a believer, or is God disappointed with me? I mean, how do I handle that as a new believer, these things that I have to do? Where does grace come into play? It's a great question, yeah. and so I would just say that uh, obviously, you know, for someone that's been walking with the Lord for a long time, really, in a lot of ways, that's those are the people that, that we're addressing a lot with this um, yeah. acronym. And over the years, you know, those are the people that I've run into who, you know, they've been walking with the Lord for 20, 30 years, and they just can't quite catch on to, you know, Great Commission fulfillment. And so we're trying to help those people, mobilize those people. Uh, for the new believers, uh, you know, a, a verse comes to mind. Uh, you know, the Apostle Paul was all about 
seeing people come to know the Lord and then starting churches, and he had sort of this process that he was going through. And he mentions to the Corinthian church in uh, 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 3, I believe, he says, I fed you with milk, Hmm. not solid food, for you were not ready for it. And even now, you are not ready. And he goes on to say that, you know, continue to pursue these things, continue to grow in your walk. And so uh, I guess I would say two things. Uh, if you're a new believer, of course, don't beat yourself up. Yeah, if right. you're, you know, if you if you can't if you can't meet those things, just learn about Jesus. Spend a lot of time in the Word. Uh, grow in your walk. And you know, there are several uh, quotes that I think of of these. You know, we've talked in previous episodes about these missionary sort of heroes of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them mentioned that the closer that you get to Jesus, the more missionary you the more missionary you become, or the more that missions gets on your heart. And really, the reason for that is the more that you fall in love with Jesus, the more that you, A, realize what he's done for you, and number two, then that's good reason to tell others about. And, you know, that's really all that, in terms of the uh, the proclaiming part and the, the witnessing part, a lot of that's just, hey, here's what Jesus has done in my life, and I think you ought to consider it for yourself too. So so even those new believers as you're learning of course about Jesus you can you know because you can't you can't go it's hard to argue against someone's you know what's happened in someone's life personally. Sure. Like this is what Jesus has done in my life and and I think that has a real impact with people because it's personal and it's uh uh if the person you're sharing with knows you of course they know uh, maybe where you were before Jesus, and now they see the differences in your life, and that's you know that's definitely being a witness for Jesus. Yeah, what uh, interesting you said a couple things that really piqued my my interest there. Um, our listeners uh, don't know this, but we talked uh, in our previous podcast. You've been on forty mission trips, which is right. a huge number, mm-hmm. and there might be an assumption out in podcast land that I've been on a lot of global mission trips. Mm-hmm. And Mike, do you know how many international mission trips I personally have been on in my entire life? You know, I actually do not. Do you want to guess? Uh, I'll give you a hint. Okay. It's a number less than one. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say like three or four at least, but... Yeah, and you know, I was I was praying through some of that yesterday too. So I want everybody to know, you know, we have we have two guys here, Mike Falkenstein, Mike Nelson, us, and we are really working through what the Great Commission is in our lives. Yeah, that's right. And we have two people with vastly different experience, and we'll get into this, I'm sure, downstream in this uh, in this podcast. I do have some engagement to international missions and local missions and things of that nature, and with my wife and my kids and things of that nature. We'll we'll get there sooner or later, but yeah. I just wanted everybody to know that coming out of this podcast, th- this isn't two massive international travels that have lived their lives in foreign countries. It's really t- mm. two guys trying to understand what Jesus wants as far as our role in the Great Commission. Mm. So, any thoughts on that before we move on to our topic? No, and I think that's fine. And, you know, certainly, as we mentioned in a previous episode, I really do believe that only certain people have been called to do, you know, international. Yeah. You know, ministry, um, you can do everything that we mentioned in this acronym, uh, again, just right in your local area, and uh, maybe that's where God's called you. So, you know, there are there are people without Jesus, you know, right on your street, you know, or in your office right. where you work, or you know, it doesn't have to be international, because I do think that there are 
certain people that have been gifted to uh, handle other cultures better than other people. Absolutely. You know, and so, uh, I mean, my wife and I are a good example of that. I, without even trying, just sort of make friends with Chinese people. And I don't know why that is. Of course, people don't know this, but I'm uh, six and a half feet uh, tall. I'm, you know, you wouldn't think I would, you know, fit in. But Chinese very early on were just telling me that they trusted me more than others and uh, the other Westerners. And I, you know, other than just to say that's how God sort of made me, I don't know what else there is to do about that. And so I just sort of fit in really well. Um, you know, my wife is uh, kind of the opposite. So we kind of play off each other and hopefully, you know, she, um, you know, she's not that way. And so it's, and, it, and they're, they're both great and she's got fantastic ministry with in other areas. So in both, and all of it's, you know, fulfilling the great commission. Yeah. It's funny you say that, you know, the listeners out there, they don't understand that you are six, six and a very large, tall, big man. And uh, yeah, that's right. The, the, the funny thing is you go, go onto his website, see Mike's website. You see all these pictures of Mike just loving on the Chinese mm-hmm. distributing Bibles mm-hmm. and he's towering over everyone. <laughs> it's, it's a, they're great pictures. <laughs> Last thing I said, we'll move into the um, other topic. Just, I just always want to beat these things, uh, say these things a lot. In that acronym, there's exactly mm-hmm. nobody except for Jesus, our Lord, who's done each one of those perfectly. And That's give right. Your, give yourself grace in the yeah. mission field. Just Amen. give yourself grace. That's right. The topic we were going to talk about, it took us a few minutes to get into it. Who right. has the responsibility in the church for the Great Commission for Missions? Is it is it just an individual? Is it a lady? Is it a lay leader? Is it a pastor, an elder, a deacon? Uh, is it a combination? And I know this is something near and dear to your heart. Do you want to talk a little bit about uh, the responsibility, who has it, and how does it play out in our church here today? Great question, and one that actually I'm really excited. I think in our next episode, we're going to talk about this uh, video. So we're going to sort of uh, uh, prime this video series that we'll be doing, kind of these what I'm calling the made for missions, three questions that we'll be asking to mission leaders. And so I'm also interested to hear what they have to say, because the responses to that very question, which will be one of the questions that we ask other missions leaders is one that we're probably going to get different responses. Some people would be solely on the side of that. Jesus is really giving the command of the great commission to churches to fulfill. Some would say that the, uh, the, the responsibility lies with us individually as believers. And so, you know, so it'll be interesting to me, for me too, to, to be able to hear. And the purpose of the video series is at least in part to be able to take all of those different answers and hopefully get kind of this nice rounded sort of, you know, look at it because certainly I don't have, I don't have all the answers individually, but uh, to answer the question directly, I think that as I've done the study in the Great Commission, it certainly seems that we individually have, as Christians, have a responsibility to fulfill the Great Commission. Mm-hmm. So, and where the church comes in is actually then to, you know, I think you and I, before this podcast, uh, before we were recording, we're talking about uh, this little study that I've done. But if you look at the last 40 days of Jesus's earthly ministry, right which is between the resurrection and the ascension. Boy, he was all about, I mean, all of these three verses that we mentioned all the time about, you know, they were all in that time period. I mean, Mark 16, go into all the world and preach the gospel. 
uh, Matthew 28 was in that time period of, you know, go and make disciples of all nations. And even the Acts 1-8 passage of, you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends. I mean, that you could tell that was on Jesus's mind. He had 40 days left. He's going to talk to his people about what was most important on his heart. And so, and just before that last 40 days, he establishes the church through Peter uh, in Matthew 16. And so kind of as I've put all of that together, I think what we see is Jesus knowing that the church, sort of this body, bodies of believers, it says in the uh, the Greek, this this ecclesia, right? This, um, you know, this, these gatherings of people uh, were going to be important. And I think kind of where that really comes into play is that we individually have this, uh, we have this command. And as I as I mentioned to people when I when I speak to groups, it's almost like each individual is a Lego piece, right? We're each a Lego piece. And if you look, if you think about us joining a church, well, there's already 300 Lego pieces together. Each one of those has the command to fulfill the Great Commission. Uh, so we're, we're joining ourselves into that Lego piece, into that Lego group, I guess, than it would be this ball of Legos. And the together, then we can do more than we could apart, right? We can pool our, our money together. We can pull resources together. We can receive training. And then, I mean, clearly that was Jesus's intent to, and by the way, we look later past the 40 days and into the ministry of Paul. I mean, the apostle Paul was all about starting churches. The purpose being to then, uh, you know, send people out from those churches. And the, so if you take on one hand, you know, one of my missionary heroes, uh, Hudson Taylor, uh, the founder of China Inland Mission, and then later the it turned into the ministry of OMF. On one hand, he says, uh, the Great Commission is not an option to be considered, uh, but a command to be obeyed. Uh, and I think that was for us individual. On the other hand, uh, I think the true measure of success for a church is not how many it seats, uh, but how many it sends, right? So, sure. uh, so each of us, you know, have this responsibility. So uh, hopefully that's a, in kind of a nutshell, the sort of the the delineation between responsibilities between us individually and and the churches yeah it's it's interesting as you were speaking and i was thinking and praying through our topic uh for today there was a connection i i have been actually out of interest uh i bought a copy of the book of common prayer of the episcopal Mm, or the high anglican church great and the apostles creed as you know is a big Mm -hmm. component of that in the recitation of it uh, the last several verses of the Apostles' Creed, uh, I'm going to read two. It says, I believe in the Holy Spirit and the Holy Catholic Church. And when I read through that, I honestly didn't know what Catholic meant. I mean, I'm Reformed Protestant. Yeah, right. And so I said, wow, you know, I've been a believer 25 years. I don't really know what Catholic means. I looked it up. It means universal. It means ah, the body right. of Christ. Mm-hmm. And so then I tried to connect that back to some scripture, and I landed in 1 Corinthians 12. And uh, it talks about, uh, it, it, the, for even as the body is one and yet has many members, and all the members of the body, though they are many, are but one body, so also is Christ. And so the beginning of 1 Corinthians 12, it's saying, it's saying look, we are individuals, we each have individual gifts, but we're really all in the, in the body, the one body. And then later in that uh, chapter, 1 Corinthians 12, it talks about when one su- person in the body suffers, we all suffer. And... The Great Commission has such a universal 
body, universal spirit to it, that we all have our role and all have our place. And I don't think we can delineate, as you were talking about, you know, one person in the church being responsible for a mission. We have to come together as a body. Definitely. As a holy Catholic body, a yeah. universal body. Yeah, that's right. So, anyway. That, no, that's right. And then actually, I did just think, it makes me think about, you know, so for, because of my involvement in China, mm-hmm. right? So God gives me a heart for China and... But actually, as what it ha- what happens is he gives a bunch of, a bunch of people a heart for China, and then together, you know, they form groups of uh, whether that's organizations or ministries or, you know, a church, you know, takes on a people group in China, and really, then together we can do it. Uh, you know, right. it's hard to do it. In fact, impossible to do it on its own. So, you know, it's a very interesting topic to me because, you know, it, it, it's true. I mean, I'm just looking at some of these quotes that I that I rely on and have used in, uh, you know, from these missionary greats, you know, William Carey, sure. uh, great missionary to, uh, to India. He says about the great commission is not the commission of our Lord still binding upon us. Can we not do, do more now than we are doing? I mean, you know, this was this individual nature of the great commission. On the other hand, this quote that, I can't find an author for the quote, but it's 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 one of these ones from one of these missionary greats. It says, "Missions is not the ministry of choice for a few hyperactive Christians in the church. Missions is the purpose of the church." And so, but again, so you've got these individuals who have a a, a com- uh, are are obeying the command together as a church, and that becomes the purpose of the church as well. Yeah, and. Um, I'm going to build on that. I, you know, reading 1 Corinthians 12, 26, I mentioned this just a minute ago, but the scripture says, and if one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. For if one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. What's interesting about that passage is when Paul is writing that, yes, it's in the contemporary, it is in that time, but that really covers all of eternity until Revelation. Yeah, so, that's right. you know, Mike, if you suffer in your gifting, then the entire body's suffering if I'm suffering. And I think that gives us a great entree for grace uh, into the Great Commission mm-hmm. and what our role is, because, you, and I'm bringing this back to where we started, you've been on 40 trips internationally, I've been on zero, and God's grace sees us as equal in the Great Commission. That's right. So we can't commit this from this legalistic perspective that Not at know, all. God loves the most who's person who's been on the, on the plane the most times. <laughs> that's right. And that's a suffering in the body, and so... I think one of the neat things that we're talking about is, you know, and and everybody needs to, it's obvious, but everybody needs to know this. We're not, neither of us are theologians. Neither of us have this great encyclopedic knowledge of the Bible. We're studying it. We're working through it. Mm -hmm. And this topic's on our heart. That's right. And God's grace is all over it. Yeah. Amen. That's right. Any final thoughts on this, uh, on this exciting topic? Well, uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, we've, we've covered a lot of really great stuff and, you know, I would, I guess my final thoughts would be everything from, you know, for the new believer, certainly don't beat yourself up if you're, if you're just trying to kind of figure all of this out again, there's a reason why Paul mentions that you start off with spiritual milk and not solid food, uh, learn, you know, just get in your Bible, learn it. And, you know, he'll show you what, how, how he wants you to be involved kind of on the other side, what you were just saying, uh, in kind of the difference between the two of us, you know, I don't even know, you might have a fantastic ministry in your neighborhood and people are coming to know Jesus and, right. you know, that is at the same value 
to uh, to the Lord as anyone going overseas a ton and doing all of this. And, you know, because, uh, again, uh, the call is to go and make disciples, and you can do that. Of course, the listeners are probably going to get tired of us saying this all the time, but you can do this wherever. You can do it anywhere. I mean, you can start a little Bible study in your office. You can, you know, you can gather some neighbors together and just, you know, introduce them to who Jesus is. And, and so, yeah, there's no, there's no difference and both of it's fulfilling the great commission. So, uh, I, I just want to add that encouragement. Well, before we close out, uh, do you want to introduce, uh, the next topic of discussion or do you want me to do it? What's, what's yeah, no, I can, go? cause I've had this real yeah. heart for this, uh, you know, this video series. And so, and we just started a podcast and we're already growing. It's crazy. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. And so, you know, the, again, the. Uh, as you know, Mike, you know, when you're trying to get into the area of video, especially, yep. Yep. it can't be a 10-minute thing. Even doing a five-minute thing is going to be kind of tough. Yep. You want to keep it short. And so, but what I've kind of said is, well, to handle the the topic well, you know, we want to at least have a little five-minute deal. We're developing right now uh, an app, both for the Apple products and Android uh, made for missions app and so you'll be able just to go online and and uh or onto the stores and download that and the, the video content will be there and the Exciting. kind of the idea of the of the of the video series and what we'll be talking about in our next episode are these three questions that i'll be asking all of the these ministry leaders uh to answer again the idea being that we would then take all of those answers and it'll just fulfill you know it'll just kind of fill out kind of this in a much better way, these very things we've been talking about today. Well, we will pick that up for sure on the next episode. Uh, before we go and sign off, I want to encourage everybody, connect with us. Uh, mm. I'm going to give our contact information. We are looking for dialogue and discussion. I think we can come together as a group and really uh, impact the globe for Christ. So please do interact with us. Uh, across the table from me is Mike Falkenstein. You can reach mm-hmm. him at MikeFalkenstein, S-T-I-N-E dot com. He's on Twitter at Missions Mike. I'm your host, Mike Nelson, and you can reach me at Michael F. Nelson, too, and the two is the number. I've got a website at Mariah, M-O-R-I-A-H, Ventures dot com. Thanks for sharing some of your day with us. Uh, We pray blessings and God's uh, wisdom upon you. Peace. Yeah.